Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 4th. It is six minutes after 10, and you're listening to The Kennel and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. Yesterday was a big day for Florida's governor, America's governor, Ron DeSantis. He was sworn in as uh, part of his, his second term beginning. And uh, he he said Florida is a promised land of sanity. And he pledged to make Florida a beacon for freedom across the country. He said, we're proud to be citizens of the great free state of Florida. He had about a 15-minute address, which he delivered from the steps of the Capitol in Tallahassee and after watching lots of video. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Rob. Yeah. It was one of the few moments since I've been in Indianapolis that I missed Tallahassee because the crowd was huge and the event looked like it was amazing. Well, it is interesting, right? Because the perfect politician does not exist, okay? And there are many people who will find flaws or holes in any person at any time. Well, this person was too whatever on this topic. Mm -hmm. Perfect politician does not exist because the reality is, especially unless you're running a town of 50 people, it's really hard to get a lot of things done if you run a city or a town or certainly a state of any sort of size. So if you can find someone who is consistently successful, especially in the modern era Mm -hmm. of getting you 75 to 80% of what you want, you should consider yourself pretty lucky and you should, to steal a Seinfeld phrase, cling to that person like grim death. (laughs) And, And people say, well, that sounds funny coming from Rob Kendall, given the rant I went on in hour one about Kevin McCarthy. I'm not against Kevin McCarthy because I only get 75 or 80% of what I want. I'm against Kevin McCarthy because I basically get 0% mm. of what I want. The Republic, the modern Republican Party has proven itself to be, as a collective, based on the spending bill they just voted for to help pass, almost no different than the Democrats. But if a Ron DeSantis comes along, who while there may be things he does that I don't always agree with, But if he has proven to me that he is a person who will stand up for me and my family on the core issues that matter the most and will not waver, Mm -hmm. he will not back down. In the modern political climate, you got to strongly consider not only supporting that, but going all in on that. He said, we reject woke ideology. We seek normalcy, not philosophical lunacy. We will never surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. And uh, there's this latest Wall Street Journal poll that has DeSantis in a hypothetical race winning against everybody. <laughs> and and that does include um, Joe Biden as well. So let's see here. Uh, DeSantis beating Trump even 52 to 38 percent. Yeah, the Trump thing is no to me is no longer an issue. The Republican Party is moving on from Trump. If it is not DeSantis, it will likely be someone else. Trump has had his time. He did not deliver on a whole bunch of things he promised to deliver on. I think he tried on a lot of things, but he was, you know, it's it's like Babe Ruth's ultimate goal was to be a manager of a baseball team. 
and he was the greatest baseball player that ever lived. And as he wound down his career, he desperately wanted to manage a baseball team. And famously, he could not, you know, it became famous at the time. He could not get a job as a manager of a baseball team. And they once asked, I think it was the owner of the New York Yankees. They said, why would you not hire Babe Ruth as the manager of your team? And he said something to the effect of, how could I hire someone to manage other men when that man could not even manage himself? Mm. And it's very true in terms of Trump in the sense of, Trump had a lot of really good ideas, and some of those ideas did get enacted and pre-COVID were very good for the country. But Trump ultimately proved himself to be so irresponsible in handling the gravitas, uh, uh, the magnitude of the office, Mm -hmm. and he did not come into that office and present it with consistently the gravitas that it deserved, that you can't trust Trump. You can't go with Trump as your nominee again because he has not proven himself to be a trustworthy person who will responsibly handle not only his own candidacy, but the candidacy of others. Well, Trump is still calling Ron, Ron desanctimonious. Ron DeSantis, however, not even commenting on Trump. Just not even making it an issue. And that's why he is a person that they should, the Republicans should strongly look at being the face of the party. Who else, like, think about this is how well Ron DeSantis has bridged, has bridged, what's the phrase I'm looking for? This is how well Ron DeSantis has managed his office in the sense that he is able to bridge the gap between, say, a Rob Kendall and the establishment wing of the Republican Party. There are not there are only a handful of people out there that could say there there are a, is a singular candidate that the Rob Kendalls of the world and many high profile establishment figures would support. Mm-hmm. And while we support them for very different reasons, mm-hmm. the point is we can coalesce around that. I do the the person I want to be president is never going to be president. So if I am looking at someone who I believe will stand strong on the core issues of the day, especially when you have a bunch of lunatic Marxists that want to totally burn this country to the ground and recreate it in an image that looks nothing like it is today, I think Ron DeSantis has at least earned the right to consider being that guy. Well, and you've just pointed out one of the big reasons why he had such a wide margin in Florida, because he was able to coalesce and get the Rob Kendalls and the establishment as well. 44 years old, so Ron DeSantis could have a very long political future ahead of him. He's central casting. Right. Right. With the family and everything. Let's hear a little bit from his speech. He was quoting Psalms from the Bible. So to me, that's a politician who doesn't shy away from his beliefs. And I think some people would call that conviction. And let's hear from him. Over the past few years, as so many states in our country grinded their citizens down, we in Florida lifted our people up. When other states consigned their people's freedom to the dustbin, Florida stood strongly as freedom's linchpin. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. In captaining the ship of state, we choose to navigate the boisterous sea of liberty rather than cower in the calm docks of despotism. 
We face attacks. We take hits. But we weather the storms. We stand our ground. And we do what's right. As the book of Psalms reminds us, I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Do not be afraid. The one phrase that's uh, mentioned in the Bible 365 times. So uh, he was asked, well, one of his aides was asked about his plans for the future. And the aide said, no firm decisions about his future. Not going to rush into anything with 2024. He's focused on his second term right now. And if he were to make any potential announcement, it's not expected until after the Florida legislation ends in May. Yeah, there's zero there's zero reason for Ron DeSantis to declare anything before the middle of the summer at the earliest. He doesn't need name recognition. He doesn't need the fundraising to get him you know, in front of people in these early states. Everybody who's going to be voting in a Republican primary knows who he is. He can only hurt himself by running. Mm-hmm. I want to mention Casey DeSantis's outfit quickly that oh, she yes. wore uh, sure. at the inauguration. It was a seafoam green dress and she was wearing gloves. It was quite a fashion statement. It was very reminiscent to me of Jackie Kennedy and the dress had a cape. Like she was a superhero up there. And like you mentioned, central casting on Ron DeSantis. Well, look at her yeah. as a future first lady, potentially. Yeah. It looked fantastic. But um, DeSantis has said that he will investigate the vaccine. And, well, let's take a listen to what he said about that. All right. I guess we don't have that. All right. Let's nope. take a break. When we come back, uh, let's. we've got some audio from Corinne Jean-Pierre. She had a presser mm-hmm. yesterday and uh, she got asked about Biden's alleged business schemes. And her answer was just, uh, well, it's everything you thought it'd be. A non-answer? <laughs> <laughs> That's on the way from 93 WIBC. Good morning. It is 19 minutes after 10, and you're listening to The Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. So we've been talking about Hunter Biden's laptop, which seems like forever. And the question is, if there wasn't all of the porn and booze and drugs and guns all over that, do you think the laptop would have been taken more seriously when it comes to the Biden's business dealings? You just said something that is a fascinating statement because it sounds like you're talking about a, like a college kid. Because you said if it weren't for all the drugs. The porn, drugs, guns, and booze, whatever else but, was but on there. But you're not there. talking about a college kid. No. You're talking about a, the son. A 50-year-old man. Of the president of the United States mm-hmm. who clearly has a business relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. And think of, so it was two, what, two and a half, not quite two and a half, but two and a quarter years ago that this was released to the public Mm -hmm. and there's been no action on this whatsoever. People get tried and convicted for murder faster than they even can get to the bottom of this because they don't want to get to the bottom of it because they know what's at the bottom of it, which is what Hunter Biden and the Biden family always is, the bottom of everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Corinne Jean-Pierre had herself a presser, and she was asked about it, and is the House Oversight Committee going to do anything about it, or is this just more business as usual? 
And another topic with the new uh, Republican majority coming in, the House Oversight Committee is laying out their new investigations. And they claim to have evidence that Joe Biden lied to the American people about his involvement in his family's business schemes. Did he? So look, um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, House Republicans promised that fighting inflation during the midterms was going to be their number one priority. That's what they said was important to them and that's what they said that they wanted to do. Uh, but instead, uh, what they're doing is uh, wanting to do an investigation on the president and his family. That is their focus. They don't want to focus on the American people and their family. Uh, they want to focus on political division. They want to focus on uh, some Something that the American people do not want to see, as we saw uh, from the midterm elections. Look, I'm I'm not going to get into uh, you know get into the specifics of, of any of the oversight here. We have a White House counsel that's going to uh, my colleagues who are going to uh, deal with this. So I will point you to them. Seemed like kind of a non-answer there, Casey. If you're new, that was a. Uh... Yeah, he knew. <laughs> so what is the problem? She okay, she's saying that uh, you know, they don't they can't do two things at once. It's like can we not investigate what Biden did and work for the American people at the same time? Well, and this is the thing, right? The the you hear that on the Republican side, well, candidate quality matters. Look at this guy. It didn't matter with the Democrats. This guy is a plagiarizing, lying, cheating, manipulate. I mean, like dirty, corrupt. I mean, it's a, he's all the things. Didn't matter with him. John, I think we've all seen John Fetterman's official portrait. Didn't matter with him. <laughs> Clearly, it's amazing how the candidate quality only matters when it's the Republicans. The official John Fetterman portrait. It's, uh, well, I mean, did you see when he was getting sworn in? Yeah, Fetterman? didn't look like he knew where he was. Because he doesn't. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. It's the Kendall and Casey show <laughs> on 93 WIBC and the uh, Florida Keys being overwhelmed by boatloads of migrants and they're calling it a mass migration crisis. So a couple of boats have been landing on the... It's the state park down there by the Florida Keys and uh, 300 of them arrived just over the weekend and the national park service said that they're going to have to close the park because they keep seeing an increase in people arriving from cuba which is prompting them to close the park for the next couple of days sounds like that's kind of a big deal there's also people still crossing the border in el paso uh -huh. still in arizona yes but we're led to believe the border is secure. Yes, and so Corinne Jean-Pierre and her presser yesterday uh, won't would not say. She got asked by Peter Ducey of Fox News. She wouldn't say if he thinks the border is secure, which should probably be kind of a yes or no question. But she did say he's been working very hard mm. on it. A follow-up to some of the immigration uh, news from over the break. Does anybody around here think that the southern border is secure? What I can tell you is this is a president has been working since day one uh, to work on border security, uh, to make an immigration a priority. That's why he put forth a comprehensive immigration uh, reform plan, legislation. And here's, here's the thing. As the president is coming forward and trying to come up with solutions, the difference here is that you have Republicans, as you know, who are doing political stunts. He's got more important things going on, Rob. Shouldn't we at least expect 
that if you ask the president of the United States, is our border secure, mm-hmm. that they say yes? Like, is that too much to ask as an American taxpayer? Am I putting too much on our politicians that I that I just expect that if you tell me, is our border secure, the answer would be yes? Right. No, no, that's not too much to expect. But you're not getting that answer. All right. He's working on it. When we come back, there is some good news in all of this, Casey. Yeah? Well, not good news in this, but good news on the horizon. We got some fabulous voicemails. Oh, good. Yesterday. A whole bunch of people weighing in on the Rolling Stone Top 200 singer list. Of course. Uh, We got a voicemail about the governor. It's uh, really a hodgepodge of voicemail greatness. Okay, well, we're going to hear from you next from 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. That's the phone number with your voicemails at 1031. It is the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC. Someone just sent me a message in my inbox and it just said, idiot. (laughs) So I responded. I said, thank you. What topic this time? So maybe we'll have some show content later in the day. (laughs) Eventually people- Wait, do you know who it was? No. Well, it's a person who regularly tells me how terrible I am. I, I don't know this person in person. I think she's, usually it's she's friends with- these politicians okay. who, even if you hold a mirror up and say, here's what they are, no, 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 you bad man for telling me what the politician's doing. So, right. I, so hopefully she'll respond. So you're the idiot for speaking the truth. By the way, at 6.30 this morning, Jim Lucas was still fighting with strangers <laughs> on my Facebook feed. The guy has written a Dickens novel the past four days mm-hmm. on content on Facebook when he could have been, this is what I'm talking about. Like they don't do it the property tax we were talking this is in regards to property taxes and your taxes are about to go up and everybody's paying attention to this now and if you're not you need to call your your uh lender and and tell them what the anticipated rate increases or amount increase is going to be for you and if you already own your home outright good luck when that bill shows up in a little bit and of course yesterday we got into in-depth detail about this about how jim lucas state rep has the past four days been fighting with me and total strangers mm-hmm. non-stop telling them no 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 what you're seeing or what you're experiencing or how it's going no 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 that's not real it's really good here in indiana shut up and pay and 6 30 this morning there's another post from him fighting with the total strangers like dude in the time you have spent fighting with complete and utter strangers on social media, if you actually desire to fix the topic, you could have ri- you could have written your own bill mm-hmm. at this point and submitted and said, "Here's my proposal." They don't do that because they don't they don't want to fix it. Well, either that or he doesn't have an idea on how to fix it. Well, it's both, right? Yeah. Because he has the IQ of a potted plant mm-hmm. and the creativity of the paint on that wall over there, and so as such. He's not, they're not, you're right. They're not capable of fixing it. Even if they wanted to, they wouldn't know where to begin. And this is what, and I know we're supposed to get to voicemails here, but the fact that that woman sent me that, and I know why she sent me that, it just <laughs> got us off topic here. It is fascinating to see 
yesterday as he was, he being Jim Lucas, state representative, was fighting with utter strangers on the internet about how a guy who espouses that he is for limited government and the government getting out of your life kept falling back on the same crutch, was, which was, well, how would you propose funding local governments? How would you propose? And I finally just asked him, I said, can we accept the fact that the premise of the tax caps in Indiana in 2008 were because local governments were completely out of control and people finally said, our homes are not out of control, local government's personal piggy bank. And you know what he said to me? I don't know, I wasn't around back then. And I responded to him, I said, wait, you you weren't, a you weren't around for you weren't 14 years ago what, so you're not 14 years old mm-hmm. well no i mean i wasn't in the indiana general assembly mm-hmm. so wait you're telling me as a state representative you have so little context that you don't understand why arguably the most important thing done in the state in the past 30 years was enacted i don't know what's more scary that you don't know or that you won't do anything about it and th- th- this is what i'm talking about local governments tax caps were put in place because local governments and the spending of local governments were completely out of control. And yet these Republicans are operating from the standpoint of there's no cuts that could be made. Local governments, school corporations, police departments, fire departments, towns, cities, counties are infallible and there's no wasted money whatsoever. That is absolutely false. I totally reject the narrative that local local governments could cut left and right. These school corporations, they look like these buildings are Taj Mahals. These football fields are nicer than many college football fields. Give me a break. But apparently our state reps have no understanding of this context whatsoever, which maybe is why we're in the position we're in. Because he wasn't in that position years ago. And apparently was not paying attention whatsoever. And apparently he's been there a decade, Mm -hmm. has had no, not a single inquisitive bone in in his body, which is, gee, Why were these tax caps put in place to begin with? Well, you are definitely living rent-free in his head, by the way. And his wheels must be spinning about this all night because if he's up at 6.30 in the morning fighting with somebody online about it, (laughs) you know that he was ruminating all night about it. Isn't that weird as a state rep? to be fighting with utter strangers like you have the ability to do something about it his constituents possibly yeah, yeah, these, uh, no people, idea people who put him there to solve problems yeah uh speaking of property taxes we had somebody uh who called about property taxes we had many people who called but here's one person who called about property taxes and the governor my question is why doesn't holcomb just admit that he's a radical democrat he's not a republican he never has been uh, the gun guy said he was married to a lady that um, likes guns and all that. How could his wife stand him? I mean, he's totally different. He's against everything that's right. And I've been looking at houses on the Internet for the past few weeks. And then, you know, they show the payments and the insurance and the, then the stupid property taxes, which is so stupid because it's your property. You shouldn't have to pay anything else. We pay taxes on everything out, you know, on the, everything we buy and do, and we we pay enough. It, they're they're hitting you everywhere. They they even want to hit you when you die. And it's just it's just so stupid, and it all needs to be changed. So keep harping on this, you guys, because there shouldn't be property taxes. Hmm. We said this yesterday, and I, I speak only for myself, but I think you share the sentiment. I don't care about any of those people at 200 West Washington. 
the overwhelming majority of them have proven themselves to be completely in it for themselves and they don't care about you at all. We care about you, the listener. That's why we talk about these things. One of the reasons this show is so popular and why they hate us so much is because we find ways to make complex things entertaining and then we educate people. And education is the kryptonite to those people because once people get educated and informed and we're able to do that because we make it entertaining, then they want to get involved and they don't want you to be involved. And in this, on this issue, they know, they being the reps, they being Holcomb, they being the senators, they know it's happening. They know you're hurting. They know people are going to be forced out of their homes. They know people are going to be have to make life-altering decisions. If you're on a fixed income or you are a middle to lower income person and you get hit with a $1,500 additional tax bill, they don't care at all. They are not mad because we're wrong. Nobody disputes what we are saying is going to happen here with the property taxes. Not one Republican, not one Democrat, not Holcomb, not anybody is saying Rob Kendall's lying. That's not happening. No, but they're okay with it. Absolutely. Yeah. They're mad that we exist. Jim Lucas is mad that I exist. The Indiana Republican Party is mad that I exist because one person mm-hmm. with a platform who doesn't like those people, who doesn't want to be liked by those people, who doesn't care about about those people at all exist and they can't stand that because that is information for you you know who i care about you the listener that's who i care about well and he mentioned about holcomb being a democrat and he was uh first of all the only governor from the united states to attend that climate conference in egypt last year and he was asked about we're going to be doing more you know combating climate crisis stuff and he said we're working on stretches of highway that will charge trucks and batteries in the ev market so the answer there is yes. And he is the face of the Indiana Republican Party. Think about over the past, he has been governor now for five, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, six years. He's been governor for six years. In the six years, while there may have been bills that they overrode his veto on occasion, it's never tough with him. No Republicans ever get tough with him. He gets the overwhelming majority of what he wants. His first year in office, 45-plus tax increases, including the largest tax increase in state history. Very few Republicans objected to that, signed into law. Nobody fights to repeal him. Look at 2020, the mass mandates, the business closures, putting the million-plus people out of work. No Republicans object to that. No Republicans do anything about it. No Republicans say anything. In fact, they haven't taken away a single power that he had in 2020 Mm. because our uh, ace attorney, Lionel Hutz there, Todd Rokita, lost the case in court because Rod and Todd, the Flanders boys, deliberately wrote as bad a law as they possibly could to try to take away his power because they don't want his power taken away. They did nothing there. The Malik Muhammad stuff. Mm -hmm. The Malik Muhammad stuff, every single Republican should have offered a vote of no confidence in the governor that he let a domestic terrorist write part of the police reform bill. Not a word, nothing. These Repub- Holcomb is the Republican Party. You can whine and complain and moan about Holcomb all you want, but you need to whine and moan and complain about the entire Republican Party because he is the face and they never stop him. All right, let's take another phone call at 317-684-8444. Oh, okay, uh, real quick, because I know we got to get to Hammer. Mm-hmm. Let's skip the second phone call that I had. We got a ton of phone calls about the Rolling Stone Right. Singers list. Top 200 list. Yes. So the Rolling Stone magazine has released their 200 top singers. It was... Most of it was highly egregious. Is mm-hmm. that? Can we yeah, agree? yeah. I th- I think the three of us all agreed that we don't agree with that list. Yes, and so we got several phone calls. Here's a couple of those. 
any list that doesn't put Stevie Nicks, Janis Joplin, and Elvis Presley in the top ten is a garbage pile of crap list. <laughs> End of story. I'm not sure there's anybody left at Rolling Stone that knows anything about music. They're all a bunch of political hacks, and that was keeping it nice. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Janis Joplin was on that list. She wasn't even in the top 20, though. Right. Um, and he did mention Elvis, and we all Elvis was ranked at like 17. Sure. Yeah. And yes. we all agreed that it should have been higher. All right, what's next? I was listening to the top 20 vocalists, and I'm an old man, so gee whiz, people like Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. Bing Crosby, Elvis would be right at the very top of my list as as instead of 17th. And uh, there are others. Dean Martin, uh, guys that could sing. Yeah, I thought there were, like, I thought uh, Frank Sinatra, was Dean Martin on the list? No, I don't, I don't recall Dean the top Martin 20. Well, well, or Bing Crosby. Sinatra was on it, and I thought he would be higher up mm-hmm. because he is an iconic singer. Yeah. yeah. All right, we had one more here I want to play before we go to break. Hey, as far as the uh, top 200 list, I was kind of wondering where maybe Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. What about Steve Perry from Journey and the great Bill Weathers mm-hmm. that sang Lovely Day? I would mm-hmm. like to see anybody in the world carry a note as long as he can. Yeah, I believe that he holds the record for the longest note held in that song that he mentioned. Lovely what are you day. talking about? Bill Withers, Lovely Day. I what do you mean, that. record for the longest note held? What are you, what are like, you saying? Like the, the Guinness Book of World Record, like the longest note. Like he's singing, he's hanging on one note that's a thing. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's a How thing. How would you know? <laughs> oh, the music you know, lovers now. That, that knowledge is pushing something else out. <laughs> the All fact right. that I know that. That's a good one. Hammer's next. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back. Your dreams were your The bags are gone from under his eyes. His skin is glowy. (laughs) He looks fresh-faced. Hammer's joining us. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I've missed you crazy SOBs. I've been a little bit. I can't believe you left your wife at home while you went to Tennessee with the rest of your family. It was a dude's trip. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but uh, Mrs. Hammer's not a dude. So we loaded up the family truckster. We were pumping out 1.21 gigawatts of testosterone, (laughs) hitting the highway. We were farting. We were burping. We were swearing. We didn't apologize for anything. I felt so bad for her. I almost uh, just what? called her and said, hey, my my wife and I would like to take you to dinner or something because she was home all by herself. She probably had a wonderful time. <laughs> I thought Rob was going to say, I almost went over there like Mr. T in Rocky Three. Yeah. Hey, woman. Hey, I bet you stay up all night thinking you had a real man. Simple man. I ain't going nowhere. You pointed out that's the best
best part of all that is when old feeble Mickey is trying to get into it with him and T just looks at him and says, shut up, old man. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, I wonder if he's reading the script. Like, Mr. T is reading the script of Rocky Three. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. <laughs> I so think I good. Can, I can deliver those lines. So just like when Rob goes on vacation, big news stories always seem to happen. And it happened again while he was gone the last couple of weeks. And I told him, just stop. Stop going on yeah. vacation because things always happen when you're gone. And Hammer, the same thing happened with you. So remember that one scene, and I think it's in the first Police Academy movie, yeah. where the character Tackleberry, who's a little bit fascinated with guns, <laughs> there was a, a shootout or something, and he missed it. And he was sad that he missed out on the gunplay. Yeah. There was an Atterbury update, mm. and I was on vacation. Yeah. And old two L's, yeah. Bob Siegel. Yeah, old two L's. That loser over at Channel 13. Uh, <laughs> we were waiting for an apology. Uh, of course, we knew we were never going to get it. So just a quick reset. You you, and Nigel had reported, and this was in the summer, I think, or late, or early fall. To about two years ago now, wasn't Has it, it been that long? It wasn't this past year. I think it was a year ago, yeah. actually. Well, you guys had reported, hey, there's... No, it had to be this past year, because that's when the refugees came. Either way. Doesn't matter. Anyway, you guys reported, hey, there's some real shenanigans going on at Atterbury in regards to the Afghan refugees who are being placed there and the damage they are doing to Camp Atterbury. Right. And we never said it was just negative stuff because I had multiple sources, boots on the ground, mm-hmm. send me messages and say, hey, the media is telling you it's just kids playing soccer and everybody's you know singing kumbaya. That's not exactly what's happening here. Yes, there are kids playing playing soccer. There are some folks that are grateful to be here, but there's also a lot of poop. There's a lot of fighting. Shall we say cultural differences between men and women? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things like that. And we said that. And Channel 13's Verify program, which is some cookie cutter program they do nationally yeah. at every NBC uh, affiliate in each city, they made it sound like we were just these horrible monsters right. saying only negative things were happening. Well, and I love the fact that old 2Ls, Bob Siegel, uh, used the government as his <laughs> official source. Like right. the, the government has a vested interest mm-hmm. in saying this story isn't real said see it can't be real the government said it's not real we verified the story was true uh we spoke to camp Atterbury and the government <laughs> mr black and they said no sir you're incorrect but then the omnibus bill came out and a bunch of money's going down to Atterbury right and the breakdown is it's for repairs yes. to Atterbury for the time for when the Afghan refugees were there so Again, if everything was fine, if everything was just hunky-dory down there and it's just kids playing soccer like we were told, then why is 15 to $16 million being needed to fix a lot of things there? Now, some folks were saying, well, they just did that so Atterbury could get the money. But again, I know some contractors who are working down there. Mm-hmm. It's the walls, it's the roofs, it's the place where the refugees predominantly were at. And so the real story here is the fact that when proven incorrect, it could be, look, people get things wrong, you know, it happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. But instead of just owning it and Bob Siegel from WTHR going, hey, you know what? It looks like I got this story wrong. I'm sorry. I'll try to do better next time. He was quadrupling down on it. 
for days. Mm -hmm. What makes me happy, and this brings joy to my cold, dark heart, is that most people now, when they see that guy, they're going to think of two things. That's the guy that dove in the dumpster, and that's the guy that butchered the Camp Atterbury story. Like, his reputation in the city is trash, and that brings a smile to my face, Casey. <laughs> Make you feel good. Your, and, your work there's done. And, and I think it's the most alarming thing is he, and we said this at the time, he went out of his way to try to disprove you guys. It wasn't like he said, let me try to find out what the reality here is. Mm -hmm. It was very clear he went with an agenda to say, I'm going to try to make Hammer and Nigel look bad, to the point he didn't even call you. Right. Their story is, well, we called their bosses and nobody returned the message. <laughs> call me. Mm -hmm. I am the easiest guy to find. I'm on TV seven days a week in the city. I am on radio five days a week. I DJ events. I coach baseball. I'm an easy dude to find. I would have been more than happy to come on. Uh, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And I feel like, you know, we've kind of taken a victory lap here. We've rubbed his blank in the dirt enough. Uh, but, again, knowing that his reputation is trash in this city after what he tried to do to us brings a smile to my face. And I'm happy to be back and talking about it. And I've also learned, Casey, one guy I will not mess with on social media is Tony Kennett. Oh, I know. Tony Kennett That's brought like the get heat. The, get the popcorn because there's a show. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to be, I believe, on with us later on today. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll have to ask him some questions about that because that's a guy that's got his facts and mm -hmm. figures mm -hmm. and screenshots and you know, we receipts. All, we all associate Tony Kennett with education and how he's so knowledgeable on that. But boy, he likes to call out bad journalism as well. Well, Pretty much every room that guy walks into, he's the smartest oh, guy yeah. in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's probably not a good idea to poke the bear when it comes to that kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he's, he's just lucky he doesn't have my charm and charisma and good looks because he would totally take my job otherwise. You've got a blazer on today. Well, I'm getting my photo taken with Casey, and so I wanted to. Is it a tasteful nude layout, <laughs> Casey? We'll let you know. <laughs> just the blazer and nothing else? It's coming up this afternoon. Uh, good to be back. We're going to talk about the Castleton Mall situation last night, the differences between Indy and other Democratic cities. All right, thanks, Hammer. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show. It's 93 WIBC. Welcome back, welcome back.